Hello and good morning to all you beautiful, lovely people listening today. Thank you for tuning in to the Self Love Witch Podcast. I am your host, Kim. If you are new here, please don't hesitate to tune into the Instagram, the Self Love Witch Podcast. Um, and please don't be afraid to DM me. Let me know how you guys are enjoying the episodes. Let me stop wasting time. As you could tell by today's title, today's episode is going to be another soft girl era episode. I really enjoy making these. I have a ball making these. I feel like I'm learning so much about myself, so much about feminine energy, so much about flow, you know, so much about just being receptive. And I'm really enjoying sharing my journey and also sharing what I'm learning and realizing the ways that I can allow more flow into my life, but also to remain soft because I feel like in this world, we, it's so easy to become so hardened by everything with the stress, finances, relationships, just the society we live in is not really built to catering to the matriarchy. It's really built for the patriarchy, which is in a, a definite masculine energy, which is very focused on action, 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 and um, doesn't allow much time for rest and the things that the feminine really needs to thrive because we don't manage stress well, which is, you know, today's society is very much so similar to a person um dosed on a lot of caffeine it's very erratic it's very fast-paced naturally society is and I feel like to be in your feminine energy you really have to literally create an environment that caters to your softness because this world is not created for that because we live in a patriarchal society but nevertheless The reason for me creating this episode is because I want us as women to learn to create that kind of environment that we do need to thrive in our femininity because we can't keep, we can't keep allowing society to keep pushing our energy and degrading our energy, which I will get into trust (laughs) the ways that society degrades our feminine energy. Um... It limits it to just sexual gratification and just um, help and assistance to a masculine energy. We're going to get into that. But yeah, because don't get me started. Anyway, <laughs> as you talk about the title, this episode is about reclaiming your femininity. So I have a list here. I legit sat down. I brainstormed. I was like, how do I want to express this? in a way that is understandable and is also inclusive to women who don't necessarily um, feel 100% with their feminine energy or who kind of view feminine energy as like something that is weak or something that is um, not helpful in their lives. And I want to kind of you know, I hope you can give me some time to sit and express and hopefully you can receive me and receive and hopefully something I'm saying can, you know, penetrate your spirit, you know, and help you in some way. So let's begin and let this also be a reminder to uh, those of us who do use our feminine energy, but we sometimes forget 
you know, that we are, you know, kind of taking a different path than what we should be. So, without further ado, when I talk about reclaiming our femininity, it's not just defined um, as an energy that's used to get a masculine energy. When I speak about femininity, I'm not speaking about how to attract a man or how to attract a masculine energy, you know, if you don't date men. I feel like that is really the basis for a lot of femininity coaches these days. I feel like it's a lot of basis for a lot of um a lot of things when it comes to womanhood. I feel like womanhood is very often degraded to just an energy that's main power and focus is to attract a masculine energy. And that's great. But that is not, that's like a 10% of the true power and divinity of our femininity and of the reason for its necessity of existence in this world. So I'm going to get into this. So I, so femininity is much deeper than just attraction. Uh, it's, it's something we've lost touch with because of, like I said, the patriarchal society that we live in, because this is a very much so male-dominated um, world. However, I will say that the matriarch is definitely rising at this point in time. I'm seeing a lot of um, women in leadership positions. I'm seeing a lot of women taking their power back. I'm seeing a lot of women being unafraid of how they choose to exist. I, I love that for us. I really, really do. You know, it's something that we lost touch with because, you know, at one point we were, you know, I feel like if anyone does any history research, they'll kind of often notice that a lot of the gods prior to you know monotheism a lot of them were feminine there was a lot of inclusivity with femininity um amongst gods amongst you know sacred energies that you know different cultures worship and of course when we're in a world or in a country similar to america this is a very patriarchal religious male dominated um ran country so of course naturally if you just look at the shows we we watched growing up all the disney shows they were all pretty much focused on queens or princesses and their main focus of existence was about how to get a man (laughs) or how to uh well, pretty much that's basically what it was. You know, I, I don't I don't quite remember any besides Mulan. But even then, it's really hard to watch shows that's focused on women that don't focus on finding a man. So we're in this world where we're taught that our feminine essence is only used and really only inspirational or seen as important when we can attract a masculine energy. And it's really sad when we can appease a masculine energy because, you know, that's what a lot of them think we're here for. But I'm going to dive into how that's completely besides the point, completely besides the point. So our energy has been socially limited to sexual gratification and male attraction or masculine attraction. And that's a huge disrespect to our power and our essence. So I like to look at femininity to simplify in terms of nature. In my opinion, femininity is similar to water. Water is a very 
receptive and flowing energy. If you watch a water going down a stream, it's very, you know, if there's a rock or an obstruction in the way, it doesn't fight the rock or fight the obstruction. It simply is like, okay, either way, I'm going to keep flowing. Either you're going to, I'm either going to find a way around it or I'm going to, you know, as water you see, it'll just keep rising and it'll continue to flow whether it has to rise all the way above that obstruction that's blocking it it's gonna keep rising and rising and rising and it's you're not gonna stop its flow that's a perfect representation of femininity to me i feel like as women for one we're not designed to be stressed we we are not designed to handle a lot of stress our bodies physically cannot handle it we become completely infertile or completely sick and worn down if we have too much stress. We can have psychotic breakdowns when we do not listen to our intuition, when we are detached from our spiritual aspect of ourselves. And it's something that a lot of us, I feel like, do tend to ignore. Especially, it's easy to do so, especially in this society. But like I said, this is a divine awakening of feminine energy. I feel like a lot of women are starting to listen to themselves and their intuition. A lot of them are not um, declining and putting their intuition on the back burner, putting their gut feelings on the back, you know, on the back burner. Because our intuition really does save our lives. And it's something that's very powerful for women. And I'm going to shortly get into that as well. So... Boom. Femininity is like water. Very receptive, very flowing energy. Also, you know, femininity is similar to the moon. The moon is a very feminine energy as well as water is. And, you know, the moon doesn't fight to exist. It just is. And one thing that's so beautiful about the moon is when you look at the moon in the sky, it's a very revered and mysterious energy. You know, the moon doesn't have to say anything. When the moon comes out, people just kind of know how to operate in its presence. People kind of know it's time to go inside. People kind of know... Okay, it's time to unwind for the day. People already just get that energy of, okay, it's time to rest. People get that energy of, okay, we just kind of know the energy that comes with the nighttime. Just like we know the energy that comes with the daytime. Which, of course, the sun is a very masculine energy. The sun, you know, is a very action-oriented energy. The moon is a very mysterious, intuitive um, kind of almost feared energy, but it's feared because of there's so much that's unseen. There's so much that um, is unknown when it comes to the nighttime, which is very similar to femininity because femininity is very deep. It's not something that's um, truly understood just by looking at it. And it's not something that's understood um because it is so deep and vast and it's so complex. So with the first thing I want to touch on to reclaiming our femininity is to define what softness is for you. I can only speak on what softness is for me, but I can, of course, um, pinpoint a universal truth when it comes to softness. Or And when I speak on softness, I'm not saying you have to be girly. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm just saying... When it comes to femininity, that's, in, that's a sacred energy. And it does require a level of softness, meaning a level of unguardedness, a level of 
complete intention to take the path of least resistance to keep allowing flow into your life. The path of least resistance is such a beautiful, a beautiful idea to me because if you really think about it, you can really apply it to every aspect of your life, right? You could apply it to relationships. You can apply it to your career. You can apply it to your day-to-day tasks. You know, the path of least resistance. If I'm wanting to, like, de-stress my life, which I will get into aspects of that as well, the path of least resistance, the path that's going to allow me to have the least stress, the path that's going to allow me to have the most flow, the path that's going to allow me to have the most bliss and the most joy and the most peace. That is what the path of least resistance means to me. It's not about, you know, you not having to overcome aspects of yourself. You're not having to learn new skills. You're not having to do things that can be a little challenging for the betterment of your being and the betterment of your growth. You know what I mean? There are levels to this. But when I'm speaking on resistance, I'm really speaking on things that just aren't aligned with you. And you will know when things are not aligned with you because nothing will flow. And that's why, you know, resistance, I always think of it as water. Think of water. If water cannot get through something and water is the strongest force on Mother Earth. And if you are not able to flow when your presence and your energy is such a powerful energy due to you being a feminine energy then that means that that is not the space you need to be in. It's not the space you need to be in. So imagine, you know, when water is flowing down a stream, it doesn't fight the rocks. It simply finds another way to get where it's going. And I spoke on that earlier. It doesn't, it doesn't say move out the way. It doesn't say, you know, it doesn't catch your attitude. Does it? it says, okay, you're not going to move. You're not going to get out of my way. Okay, I'm going to fight another way. Until it simply can't anymore. Now, I don't want anyone to take this out of context and kind of use that as an excuse to keep fighting. Because my next bullet point says here, you don't have to fight to exist. You don't have to fight to be when you're in your feminine energy. If you do, you're in the wrong space and you're amongst the wrong people. You will never have to fight to exist. You'll never have to fight to be heard. You'll never have to fight to be seen. You never have to fight to be recognized because when you are naturally amongst spaces that are aligned for you and you are naturally amongst spaces, I'm not saying you won't come across hurdles. You know, I don't ever want to make it seem like femininity is all glitz and glamour and it's always soft and it's always a very easy life. It's really not. You do, don't get me wrong, you will have to uh, have, you know, have some energies that completely intend to uh, you know, harm you or throw you off or throw you off of your destiny that you will have to learn to fight in your own ways. You know what I mean? But I'm speaking about energy-wise. Amongst the people you're around, amongst the things you are a part of, there needs to be a natural flow. You will meet certain people who will try to cause obstruction to your life. That's, that's just normal. That's regular. And people have many different reasons for why they are how they are. There are reasons why you can't be friends with everybody. There are reasons why you're only attracted and only vibe with certain people, certain energies. Because like attracts like. You just have to find your tribe. But I'm speaking in terms of where you naturally exist. 
while you're in your most unguarded energy, you should not have to be fighting. You should not have to be arguing. You should not have to be doing the most to be seen, heard, recognized, praised, admired, etc., etc., respected. You know, all of those things are non-negotiable. Those are things that should naturally come, and you do not have to fight for those things to exist. If you are fighting, that is not your space. So the next thing I'm going to touch on is the natural inclination while in your feminine energy is to trust in the unknown and the unseen. You know, the woman's intuition and emotional capacity is naturally stronger due to us having a womb and the ability to carry children, which makes absolute sense, right? Because if we're carrying women, carrying women, (laughs) well, we carry women too, but they're children first. If we're carrying children we have that capacity to do so that does require us to have a much deeper emotional capacity and a much deeper intuitive capacity as well because naturally we're we're bearing children that we will naturally feel a very deep connection to and we intuitively will be able to read them and understand them like you know my mother in particular can literally feel when I am even I'm 27 (laughs) okay um my mother does not see me every day my mother will literally feel when I am off or she will feel when you know something's going on with me and I won't and she won't even be seeing me she won't even be you know she won't even you know know what's going on but she she can feel that because for one she carried me (laughs) And when you carry a child, I feel like you, for life, for life, you have a very deep-rooted connection, which is very intuitive, but also, of course, very genetic. And it's very, um, you know, if we want to get into science, it's it's a very, like, uh, kind of like an extension of your DNA. How could you not always be connected to that, in, you know, within your brain and within your um, your spirit? You just kind of know because that's a part of you that's... That's a your child is a part of your intuitive consciousness. You know, I feel like as a mother, from what I've observed, I'm not a mother yet. God willing, I will be. But from what I've been told by mothers, they just know. That's that's all they say. That's the only way they could put it. I've never seen this said amongst fathers. I've always seen this said amongst mothers. Not saying fathers can't be tuned into their children, but women are most definitely in tune within their children in a completely different, deeper, magical, divine way that really cannot be touched with anything else. You know, the feminine is just a very powerful energy. And it's it's the reason we have that capacity. It's because of that reason. But also, you know, it's also because... We literally, you know, we carry them. So, of course, you know, we're going to feel inclined to just naturally always feel them. Whether they're here in the physical or not. I just feel like that's a very beautiful thing. It's a very beautiful thing. Which, honestly, I think there needs to be another episode, to be honest with you. And I can maybe get, like, a few mothers on the episode to really talk about that. Because that is amazing i'm just in awe just thinking about it (laughs) okay let me move on to the next bullet point so next after that after you know learning to trust in the unknown and the unseen and you know the importance of doing so because of our intuitive capacity i want to dive into 
reclaiming your femininity and just learning to exist in it without shame you really have to trust trust your dreams and trust your gut I can't explain why as women we have so many crazy dreams when I'm when our moon cycles here I can't explain why we kind of get that feeling in our stomach with certain energies or why we have certain inclinations to stay away from certain people or why we have certain inclinations to just completely you know <laughs> I can't explain I can't explain it but I know everyone listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about especially during our periods you know we get very vivid 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 dreams and people like to blame it on you know hormones and all this stuff this, the period is such a sacred time in womanhood. It's such a sacred time in womanhood. Um, and we need to bring back the divinity of that as well. We need to bring back rest during that time. We need to bring back rituals during that time. We need to bring back being completely connected with our womb and listening to what our womb is telling us because it's always telling us something. You know, a part of listening to your dreams and gut feelings is also listening to your womb. If you have ever, as a woman, slept with a partner that you know you had no business dealing with, or you knew you found out later that they were just not a good person, or that they were not a good energy, and that they were in fact like an energy vampire, or they were someone that never had good intentions for you, I want you guys to really sit and think how your periods were during that time. Did you have a lot of cramps? Did you have a lot of... um, issues with just like your womb energy or just your womb you know within itself was your intuition foggy were you there are so many signs that we don't pay attention to because we're so used to paying attention what to what is seen instead of what is felt and what is unseen you will get a lot more truth from what is unseen Versus what is seen. And I'm saying something that a lot of people are like, what? Because people say facts are facts because it's something you can see, right? But we all know there is always more than what meets the eye. There's always more to a story. There's always more. And you always get more of the truth by finding out what is not seen by the naked eye. So, I always say if you want to tune into reality, tuning into reality really requires you to kind of tap out of this reality. It requires you to really dive into the unseen eye that you have and to dive into your intuition because that is the truth that truly comes forth to really show you the true nature of a person, a place, a thing, yourself, anything. If you tune into the what's not seen and what is felt or what is hidden, that is how you really get in touch with your intuition. And that is how you really learn to honor yourself and stop fighting. Because have you ever noticed... 
when you intuitively know something and you kind of ignore it, you keep putting it on the back burner, you're just like, no, 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 no. Have you ever realized how much that will haunt you? I know it does for me. I will know something intuitively and I can't even pinpoint how it is reflective in reality at the moment. And even though I can't see it, I intuitively feel it. And it's like a constant alarm that's going off in my head. Like, up, up, up. Remember, remember. And it's just like, okay, I'm not showing any physical reflection of this intuitive message I'm getting. So I'm really just going to ignore it. But then you get it and you realize, oh, you know, instead of taking it as a warning or taking it as a sign, we just kind of dub it off as us just being paranoid or us being completely just anal. However, we have to understand, we have to give ourselves more credit as women, right? Because when we have a gut feeling or something feels off to us, we have to remember there were a lot of things that our brain and our bodies and our spirits picked up on to lead us to that point. It, you know, let's say for instance, if we're walking outside at night, right, and we see a particular person, let's say we walk, we're walking, we see a particular person, we don't feel any type of thing. We're just like, oh, okay, how you doing? Have a good night. But we come, we see a person in the distance. And we can just automatically get this energy that this something's wrong with this person and we need to switch. We need to go to the other side of the street. Which I feel like everyone has had that experience before. What was the difference between that one person who just walked past you and you had no issue and this person that you see from a distance who's not even near you, but you know you need to cross the street? Because I'm going to make sure we give ourselves more credit these days. You saw... A lot of things that were unseen. You saw an aura that you can't really register that you saw that person's aura, but you did. You saw an aura, you saw an energy. You sensed an energy. There is more than your eyes, nose, mouth, and ears that we that we have to sense energy or sense something. There is another sense that we can really, really always use to kind of, we need to give it more credit. There needs to be more respect for what's not seen and what's not within the physicality of the, of the human body. There's a reason you felt the energy and you have to trust it. You don't always have to be able to explain it because a lot of things cannot be explained because they're not really explainable. It's more so a feeling And contrary to what we're taught on a daily basis, that holds a lot of power. That holds a lot of power within our existence as human beings, but also as women. Our intuition is our superpower. It's our literal superpower. Our ability to be intuitive, our ability to heal, our ability to nurture. Those are things that are very, very feminine and very ingrained in us that Society has learned to kill off in, in each one of us, you know, day by day, by situation by situation, especially for black women, you know, because I can speak as a black woman myself, you know, hello, look at history. We were completely taught to separate ourselves from every aspect of our femininity and every aspect of our intuition 
and we were just focused on surviving and only existing in this physical realm and only focusing on smell, see, touch, you know, and all those, you know, the regular human senses. But this sixth sense, this intuitive sense, this unseen sense, we were really, you know, of course, prior to being in this country, we had our own system, we had our own religion, we had our own connection to spirit, and we were revered. Femininity was revered. The matriarch is very revered in Africa. And we came here to a country that is completely focused on the, the patriarch and completely devalues the feminine essence, which in reality is why a lot of women are lost and why a lot of women are suffering and, and choosing energies that completely degrade and, and belittle and just don't compliment them. And why a lot of women are so stressed and so sickly and so, you know, just angry. And, you know, I just, I just, you know, I just feel like we kind of need to, we really need to sit down and really reclaim all of this back for ourselves because it's, we're literally being robbed of our power every single day. You know, we've been obstructed to believe that that essence of ourselves is not valuable. It's not needed. It's not, it's, it's, it's a nuisance, but not today, not today. Cause we reclaim that all back today. Let me keep going. <laughs> so yes, you know, trusting in those energies, trusting in that intuitive sense within yourself is, is so important, Right. But also, you know, I also want everyone listening to this to know, you know, there is nothing you could do that could take you away from your destiny unless you actively self-sabotage and run from where your intuition guides you. Your intuition is always going to be a powerhouse for you. It's always going to be because one for me, your intuition is connected divinely to spirit. You know, I am a person that's always going to say, be in your power, stand in your power, know your power. You are divine by nature, created by a divine God. But I also, for me personally, I include God in everything. And to me, I feel like God is whatever energy that is higher than you, wherever you get your source of energy, however you believe is your beliefs. I will never tell someone they're wrong for what they believe. I only believe you're wrong if you if you legit believe that it's okay to obstruct or instruct someone's um, you know, whatever penetrates someone's soul, whatever religion, whatever belief, that is that is for them. But don't ever try to obstruct someone else's way of life or spiritual existence. You know, it's just not your right. It's not your right. We all could just coexist here. Believe as you believe. I believe there's just a universal truth. Be a good person. <laughs> you know, don't believe you are better. And just be respectful to everybody. I feel like we could really live a, a good life like that. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, you know, if you trust in your intuition, it will guide you everywhere you need to go. It will guide you. If you went the wrong way, don't even worry because your intuition is going to tell you you went the wrong way. <laughs> and you're also going to get a lot of signs that you went the wrong way because that flow is going to gonna stop the water he's gonna get a little murky the water's gonna get a little stagnant the flow is not gonna be there 
soul. That's a big aspect of reclaiming your femininity is to just always be making sure that you have flow. That's how you know that you're really in your feminine energy. You, know, you really have to learn to trust yourself and to trust in spirit. You be come, excuse me, become okay with knowing you don't know everything. And when things do or they don't work out, understand there's always a deeper divine reasoning. Nothing is a coincidence. Nothing. Nothing is a coincidence. I used to, to, to do that and think that everything, you know, that just occurred subsequently. That was just so, it was just too on the money. Too on the money. There's no way this was a coincidence because, have, you know, even simple things like, you know, you dream of somebody and then that ne- that very morning they text you or you see them out and about. There's a reason for that. There's a reason you keep popping up and bumping into a certain person. There's a reason why you keep, you know, it's, it's a reason for everything. It's a reason for everything that you may not see or understand right now, but just understand there is a reason. And sometimes it's being consistently placed in front of you or something is consistently happening because there is a message that you need to receive. And until you receive it, the spirit's not going to let up. It's going to keep coming. <laughs> so, you know, I know we live in a society that kind of teaches you, you know, if you just ignore, 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 you know, keep pushing it, fake it till you make it, you'll rise on top. But when it comes to this real life stuff, you know, the stuff that is divinely crafted and, and you know, spiritual things that have nothing to do with material gain or careers or anything like that, when it comes to just really existing and, you know, the divine way of natural living and existence upon this earth, you know, there you're gonna have to answer. You can't, you can't really run away from anything, <laughs> you know. And um, a part of femininity is to just stop running, stop running, stop running from yourself, stop running from your intuition, stop running from what you need to do, stop running from taking care of yourself, stop running from yourself. You know what I mean? Just stop running. So I have two more points. This is a lengthy episode, but I just, I could go on and on about this, y'all. I could have three or four hour live with this right here. (laughs) So another aspect of reclaiming our femininity is to live intentionally. If you guys know me personally, I, my Instagram name is Intentional Mommy, M-A-M-I. If you guys ever want to, you know, follow me on the personal tip, I'm fine with it. live intentionally I am so pro intentional living and to me what intentional living is is just living in a way that honors your spirit your mind and your body at all times that's it that's it to me (laughs) but some aspects that I want to touch on that I feel like definitely help me live with more attention to allow for more grace and more flow and to just be in my life is Number one, de-stressing my life. Y'all, when something stresses me out, I, I'm aware as, as a grown woman that there are going to be things that may be a little stressful that I will have to navigate and get through. But a lot of stuff is just unnecessary stress. And I think I'm becoming a professional at deciphering and having discernment to figure out what is actually the unnecessary distressors that I have placed into my life. Of course, that could be people, that could be situations, 
That could be certain obligations that no longer align with me. That could be um, certain environments that have just, you know, become unaligned. (laughs) You know, I make it a very, 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 very pivotal thing in my life. I prioritize de-stress in my life as much as possible. I like to keep my life very simple. Very simple. I'm a very complex being. We all are. But I'm not going to have my relationships, my friendships, my money, my career. I'm not having any of those things stressing me out. You know what I'm saying? If it gets to the point where I am stressed, if I feel like I'm about to have a breakdown, if I feel like I can't balance my mental, my emotional, my physical health and well-being, I, I, I know automatically something needs to shift, something needs to change. So that goes into my next point of knowing your limits. Know your limits. Really study yourself. Really, really study yourself. And we have the capacity to study ourselves because as women, we naturally study. We naturally observe. We naturally know how to take in energies. We naturally are very receptive. We're a very receptive energy. So we know how to naturally take things in. Um which is why we have a wound, you know, we know how to take things in, you know, we are very good at taking things in, but we need to learn how to release when it's time. We need to learn when to let things go. We need to learn when to stop tuning into other energies and tune into our own energies. You know, we have a very bad habit of being so tuned into others and not being tuned into ourselves. We're very selfless energies. And it's a beautiful thing. However, it's it's not the right thing to do. We, we very much so need to be receptive to ourselves first. Very much so first. So knowing your limits, studying yourself, you know, knowing what stresses you, knowing when you need to relax, knowing when you need to really segregate yourself, knowing when you need solitude, knowing when you need to recharge, knowing when you need to get yourself together. You know, knowing your limits can really save your life. And studying yourself. And even if you want to journal, and when you're stressed, I feel like sometimes it's good to journal because when you finally get out of that stress, you'll kind of know how you were feeling. You kind of know yourself. You kind of know when to stop yourself. You kind of know when to, okay, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little too much. I'm getting a little overwhelmed. Let me take myself out for a second. Let me, let me separate myself. Let me gather into my energy. Let me always be within my energy because we are always so receptive. Let me step back and make sure I'm tuned into my own energy, which is why I always advocate have a self-care day. Have a self-care day every week. Every week. I don't care if you do it every day. I, I feel like you should do it every day. <laughs> At least once a week. There needs to be a day specifically or a time specifically designated to you to really tune into your own energy to make sure you are not holding on to energies that are not yours. Not holding on to any burdens and self-limitations that you may have picked up along the week or picked up along you know, interacting with certain energies. You do have to learn to always recalibrate and come into yourself, which for me 
a part of that for myself is my podcast. That's a time for me to really tap into myself. That's a time for me to really be in my creative energy. It's at a time where I feel like I am having a very spiritual conversation with myself, with creator, and with you guys. It's a very it's a time where I am feeding myself. I'm feeding my soul. I'm feeding my brain. I'm feeding that part of myself that always, you know, yearns to desire knowledge, yearns to be who I naturally am. That is one way that I do that. Another way, you know, I I love my feet. I love I love getting my toes done. It's a very it's one of my things that hands there we well, don't hands are whatever. Sometimes I want to grow out my nails, sometimes I don't. But my feet are like to me are an extension of myself because they you know they're what I used to walk through life. So I'm very intentional with taking care of them and honoring them and adorning them with, you know, anklets. I really prioritize my feet because that's just me. I feel like that's a way that I tap into myself. That's the way that I honor myself and remind myself to, you know, take care of myself and prioritize myself and prioritizing my self-care. That's another way that I intentionally choose to live to, you know, create this, this reality for myself that allows for me to exist and and remain in my softness and remain in my femininity and remain in my natural essence of not being hardened by life and, and and not being so separated from myself. You know what I mean? So I feel like when you're in this society and you're so tuned into different energies all the time, you, you do forget yourself. I mean, you forget to take care of yourself. You stop going to the gym. You stop eating well for yourself because you're so tuned in. Have you ever realized that? The moments where you've had periods where you kind of just fell off and just kind of... I don't like the term fell off because what is falling off anyway? Just like you you steer from the path of holistic health, which is, you know, mind, body, and spirit, taking care of yourself. It's mainly because of different energies or you know, just being impacted by different energies or just having too much energy around or just being too overwhelmed by life itself. And, you know, having a ritual and a routine really keeps you on that path. Having ritual and routine is so important for me these days because it, (laughs) one, I'm such a free spirit. I'm like the wind. One day I'll go here, the next I'll go here. I love that part about myself. But when it comes to me, I have to have a ritual and routine. So, you know, those are some aspects that I have been using to live intentionally within my life. You know, distressing my life, knowing my limits, prioritizing my peace and my self-care. I don't care who got to go. I don't care who I have to express boundaries to. They're going to get said and they're going to get respected. Whether that means you have to go for me to respect my boundaries or if... You know, I have to go to rest of my boundaries. You know, I don't really care. They're going to get respected. And, you know, working on releasing those self-limitations and healing with intention because it is our responsibility. No one else can heal us. It is our responsibility to really get into healing ourselves and healing those limitations that we place on ourselves subconsciously or through the energies that we have around us, through what we're accepting, you know, so it's really good to just 
have those moments where you do self-reflect and you do work on being a better woman for yourself, for you to exist how you so choose to without, you know, any pushback from energy that just don't have a say in how you live your life. You know what I mean? Because you're a free, you're a free being. You can do whatever you choose, you know, and femininity to me is such a very free and wild energy and uh it's really been painted as like this thing that's so tame and it's, it's really not it's really not it's not it's not at all and um that ought to be another episode but you guys catch the gist of what i'm saying you know be the queen of swords energy when it's time to protect your peace and when it's time to you know honor yourself And my last section of my notes is to keep the femininity flourishing, to keep it, you know, leveled and balanced. Our relationships are first and foremost one of the most important things. They all need to be, let me drum roll, they all need to be reciprocal. They need to be reciprocal. I'm always going to refer back to water. One, because I'm a water sign. Hello. But also because I'm a woman. (laughs) And like I said, water is so feminine. I'm always going to look at relationships in the essence of the cup theory. (laughs) The saying of the cup goes as follows. (laughs) You cannot pour from an empty cup. 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 Okay? I want I want us to recite that every day. Because it's the truth. I get so frustrated with seeing us as women pouring nothing from our cup. But we still pouring something in there. It's like we could have little drops. And we could be on the brink of starvation and dehydration. And we will pour from our cup just to appease another person or another energy that is not even caring about how much water you have in your cup. They're not caring about how starved and malnourished you are. They don't care. Those are the types of friendships and relationships I want us to stay away from. I really need you to examine everybody in your phone contact list, everyone that you are amongst on a continuous basis, I need you to ask yourself, if you and I were cups, how would our water levels look like? How would my water level look like compared to your level? If we were going back and forth on what you give to me and what I give to you, and this is just an instance of, you know, respect, things like, I look at the water as these these values, you know, respect, honor, trust, peace. You know, those things like that, love, genuine care, um, you know, is the water healthy? Is it murky? Is it stagnant? Is it foggy? If they both do match, is it because we really aren't pouring into each other at all? Or is it because we actually do do that? You know, because sometimes, sometimes... There are relationships where you guys really don't pour into each other. But 
it can seem like you guys are a good fit for each other, but you guys really don't really feed each other in any kind of way. There needs to be a constant flow of water. That's what keeps the water healthy and, and in good standing. You don't want that water to be stagnant and get murky. There needs to be a constant flowing of water. Just going back and forth. But once someone is pouring too much and they're not getting anything back, that is when you really have to examine the relationship. You have to examine, you know, the water levels and see what you've been pouring into this person and what they have been giving you back, if they have been giving you back anything at all. Because don't get me wrong, people pour out of their cup, but they could be pouring the wrong things into you. Let's get into that for a second. Let's say you have a friend and you pour love and respect and genuine good advice into this person. This person pours into you into return advice, but it's not good advice. And it's not coming from good space. That can come from just bad energy or just, you know, people who have their own separate intentions with you who don't really intend to be a good person to you You have to watch out for that because people have a good habit of making it seem like they genuinely care for you and they genuinely are investing in you and whole time they're giving the impression they're investing in you they're really taking from you you know you really have to watch that you got to watch out for that especially with partners It's, it's it's definitely like that amongst partners a lot because you know, those are the people that are loving you. They're being intimate with you. It feels like they're they're in your corner. And you, you could be fogged by that intimacy. You could be fogged by that. And then you can completely forget the nature of who they are as a person. You forget how they degrade you from time to time. Or how they don't support you. Or how they don't, they're not there for you when you need them. But, you know, when it comes to that physical aspect, they're there. Or, you know, sometimes you can get blinded by things like that. That's why it's good to always examine the waters, examine the flow in the relationships. And to make sure you're not being blinded by, you know, only being poured a specific amount of water. You know, you're so you're so focused on that specific amount of water they pour you. But you forget there's a lot of water they're holding back from giving you that you are giving them. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) I got my two hands out here and I'm like pouring back and forth with my hands. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like this is serious. (laughs) You know, your intuition will guide you. Always watch out for the signs. Remember the water. Is there flow with this person? How is the water in our cup? If we were cups, how would the water look? And, you know, if it comes to the point where you do have to cut off an energy... Have an abundance mindset that always keeps me soft and keeps me receptive and keeps me just at peace. Having an abundance mindset that any connection that is severed due to a lack of respect or alignment is never a loss. It's never a loss. Life is never done giving. When a door closes, you have to have the mindset that 10 more are opening. Why? Because life is never done giving. Life is never done giving. Never. If if something ever just didn't work out, something that I w- would have loved to work out, if something did not work out, you would not catch me dwelling on it. And even my mom, my, my family, my friends, 
they look at me like I'm crazy a lot of times because I really have a very bounced back kind of spirit. I will not dwell for long. I will not. And maybe that's because of, you know, the things I experienced early on in life. But I feel like it's a great skill to have. Don't dwell on things that do not work out too long. Have a cutoff time because it's so easy to get wrapped. If only people understood how easy it is to get wrapped into victimhood and to get wrapped into resentment and to get wrapped into feeling sorry for yourself or to just be so focused on what did not work and get obsessed with that alone. I got to a point where I was like, I am turned off by things that just aren't even for me or things that don't want me. You know what I mean? I, I don't have any desire to prove why I should be needed or valued in a space or, you know, I don't care how much I may love you or how much I may desire you. If I don't feel that you also see my value and you also see my necessity of existing in your life or within a space, if you don't see my value, but I see yours, I don't, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. And yeah, I could get sad and be like, oh, why, why don't they see my value? Why don't they see that, you know, that I'm this kind of person? Why can't they see the people who are meant to see you are going to see you. The places you are meant to be, those doors will be open and they will remain open for you. You have to know that. There is nothing that is for you that is ever going to not be receptive for you. And you got to know the balance. You got to know kind of when to give it up. You got to know when to, you got to know, you got to have a bounce back spirit because it keeps your heart light and it keeps you at peace. I'm not saying have a negligent or uh, avoidant kind of energy. It's about facing the facts, facing the reality of things. You know, if something is not for you, do not dwell on that. Dive into what is for you. You know, like water. Water is not going to be like, why is this why is this obstruction here? Why is this not receiving me? Oh well, I'm gonna find a way to get around. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find where my water can flow. You know, I'm gonna find out where I can keep flowing. If it's not here, it's gonna be somewhere else. Keep it moving. Keep it flowing. You know. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. Don't be afraid if you you know if you want me to touch on other aspects of this soft girl life era. Um, you know, season, which I feel like this needs to be a whole, <laughs> this needs to be a whole segment within itself. So I'm definitely creating it because it's, it's necessary for us and it's beautiful diving into it. You know, please don't be afraid to reach out. Let me know what you guys want to hear more of. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, don't be afraid to subscribe or to donate to, you know, um, this podcast, you should be able to do it through Anchor or through Spotify if you're interested. Um, and yeah, and I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Stay magical, stay lovely, stay blissful. Keep your peace together. Don't let anybody stress you. And I hope you
all of you guys have a beautiful day much love